Pablo for breakfast. We like to get our TV movie recommendations for the weekend uh, with Adam Ross, of course, with us once again, King of the Nerds. Adam, good morning. Good to be here, Pablo. Now, at the cinemas, Barbarian. What's it like? Well, look, I promised you last week I wouldn't just do all horror, but I've um, <laughs> got to start with this one. Now, um, Barbarian is probably the horror film of the year because I was shrieking in the cinema uh, mm. and so was my whole audience. So effective, I don't like, look, this is a film you should go in as cold as possible. All you need to know is the character Tess rocks up to an Airbnb in a really dodgy neighbourhood and when she arrives, there's already someone inside. Now, she decides, well, she's told by this person played by bill sarsgaard who played pennywise in it that it's just a a bit of a mistake in the booking and she should come in and spend the night and so look that starts from there this sense of ill ease and it's kind of at first you think this is maybe like a bit of a like domestic thriller and there's this interplay between the two characters um but barbarian has got some seriously sick twists in it and by the end you won't like it's wildly unpredictable really really good um good jump scares in there um and something just lingers in your mind everyone was like what is this movie it's crazy so i think it's going to be a real word of mouth hit now on prime this one looks a little bit kooky Catherine called birdie oh, well look a total change of gears here i promise you i'll give you something remotely fa- uh, you know family friendly here uh, this new film directed by lena dunham that made um girls mm-hmm is really bright and sparkly and funny and it's um, a medieval coming-of-age tale and uh, it's got Bella Ramsey in here in uh, the title role and she's incredible and look Bella is going to be a household name because she's going to be the lead actress in the Last of Us adaptations coming up she was um, in Game of Thrones and really memorable in that but she's such a powerhouse performer this has got great supporting turns here from Billy Piper and Andrew Scott uh, it's got you know really clever wordplay and and it's got actually you know like a really sweetheart and something really interesting to say and adds to the coming of age canon in i think a really cool way now bros has been touted by some as the comedy of the year i've watched the trailer three times i laugh every single time i cannot (laughs) wait to see it does it live up to the hype Uh, Look, it does. Now, okay, this is a really kind of monumental film. Now, we have had um, queer cinema forever and we've had queer representation, but what Bros represents, which is quite special, is that, you know, kind of in front and behind the camera, this is a queer story told by queer people, even though director Nick Stoller, who was at my premiere, is straight. But um, so uh, Billy Eichner here is basically playing a variation of of himself. He's He's a really successful podcaster in New York and he's trying to navigate kind of the romantic entanglements that a modern gay man has. Now, myself, where I live in Paran, which is the San Francisco of Melbourne, basically, (laughs) um, I'm enormously kind of desensitised to this, but I was kind of amazed at how this movie doesn't pull any of its punches. It shows exactly what's going on in a really, like, clear-eyed humanist way. I mean, um, this has got that Apatow formula to it, like it's got the raunch, it's got the, you know, it's got the big laughs, and it's got some really kind of clever on the money um satire i think all romantic comedies live and die on the chemistry of their leads Mm -hmm. and here between billy and um luke mcfairlane who honestly looks like he was made in the lab he makes captain (laughs) he makes captain america look ugly so you know like i mean so you're kind of like so even if you know you're the straightest of straight you're like i get it right but what you know but the interplay between these two guys who are trying to navigate kind of different realms of the gay experience it's really interesting to see you know like um the complexity that goes on there in the dating scene. But, I mean, huge belly laughs, um, really big heart. Uh, Yeah, go and check out bros, definitely.
Now, The Stranger is on Netflix as well. Yeah, now look, this is The Stranger is a really challenging, heavy film, but possibly the best Australian release that we will get this whole year. This is loose. This is notorious because it's loosely based on a real life case. Um, and but that boy that went missing is never really named here. The family's really upset about it, and so it, it's been complex, kind of like what's been mm. going behind the scenes. But as what the film actually just stands. This is one of the greatest police procedurals I've ever seen. You know, like Zodiac feels really authentic and this feels even more authentic than Zodiac. But effectively, we are following a character here um, played by Sean Harris, who is skin crawlingly bad. And a team of police operatives pretend to be low level crims and infiltrate him to coax out a confession of something that he may have done. And you, when you see the time, the effort, the players what goes into sometimes cracking these cold cases that we have in this country it's just monumental stuff but it shows the human like the human cost of what an investigation like this is because um joel edgerton here just imbues his detective character here with like you know with a real rich humanity and you're like man like think of the worst job you can possibly have and probably hanging out with you know a a kid kidnapper is probably the worst job you know that any mm. of us could imagine but a really like a really powerful engrossing serious australian crime film a new classic now i know that you recommended uh king richard i think last year uh when, when it came out at the cinemas i of course did not see it uh i waited till it came on netflix sat down well, i had to watch it in two parts because it is so long uh <laughs> but it's great it's a really really good introspective uh looking back on the womb sisters and their relationship with their father and the family and, and really breaking those boundaries uh from you know kids from in from the bronx coming prime time i thought it was great Look, you've, uh, you've finally forgiven Will Smith. You know, uh, no, I, like, I mean, yeah, you know, now and then people say, like, a movie's like Oscar bait, right? And I think that, you mm. know, like, King, King Richard, uh, but people use that as a derogatory term, but I like these kind of movies. And look, and King Richard is, it's a rousing sports tale. It's rags to riches. And, you know, and it shows one man's, like, de- dogged determination to change the to change the path of his family to change their destiny you know like i mean and you might not agree with all of his methods but i mean they elicited probably the greatest you know sporting outcome in recorded human history <laughs> like i mean imagine yeah. if he you know, i mean imagine if he turned more of the family into into athletes from where they could have gone but um you know yeah i think a really successful powerful sports dramedy We've just kicked off basketball for my daughter, and we struggled to do 10 minutes of training, so I have no idea how King Richard <laughs> managed to do it with his two yeah, daughters. So uh, Hard work, hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, determination. Adam, determination indeed. Adam, it's always good to chat, and uh, we'll catch up next week. And my pleasure. Thanks, Pablo. Pablo for breakfast. Triple M.